Hey, welcome to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm Asli Maslow, a brand coach, speaker, author, marketer, and the founder of Pretty AF and the Babble Boutique. I help entrepreneurs going from living paycheck to paycheck in a job they hate to thriving in a career and life they love. This is your place to learn from me and other entrepreneurs that are Pretty AF inside and out. We get into how to create income doing what you love while finding balance between your wellness, beauty, travel, and philanthropy. If you're ready to get inspired and have actionable steps to build the life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome back to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm your host, Asley Maslow, and today is a solo episode all about launch strategy. So I was talking to one of my one-on-one clients and she's getting to getting ready to offer her new coaching program and we were talking about how to have a successful launch so i thought i would hop on the podcast and share all the same info with you so anytime you launch a new offer or product or service you want to have a strategy behind that launch so that it can be as successful as possible. And these are the things that I've found that doing help provide success. Now, before we get into this, I wanna chat a little bit about having something that is ongoing and having something that has an open and closed cart because this will affect your launch strategy. So something that's ongoing, also known as evergreen, means that once you launch it, you're just going to keep it open indefinitely. So for example, all of my courses on branding, digital marketing, those are all evergreen currently. So they're all open all the time. You can buy them whenever you want, use it whenever you want, and that would be an evergreen offer. A offer that has an open and close cart date would be something like my one-on-one coaching where once I fill up how many people I'm taking on or with the Babel Boutique, my digital marketing agency, once we reach our capacity, we're not going to open back up carts. And with something like one-on-one coaching, if I always recommend you having a set amount of time for how long your coaching is, so say it's a three-month program or six-month program, then you know however many people you start, then it's going to last for about three or six months, however long your program is. And then, of course, there's alumni programs, things like that, but that's just a little recap on the difference between Evergreen and something that has an open and closed date. But either way, when you're launching something brand new, you're going to want to have a launch strategy. So I put together this checklist for my clients. So get out a pen and paper. If you're needing something like this, this is what I gave her. So the first thing, and this is totally optional, is creating a wait list for your offer. So before you even really complete it, have everything nailed down, have all the other stuff on this checklist done, I a lot of times will recommend creating a wait list for your offer. You're going to know kind of a general idea of what it is, whether it's a service, product, one-on-one coaching. If you create a wait list and send that directly to people, 
that you know would be interested so that they can opt in first, especially if it's something that you're only going to be taking on a certain amount of people. That's a great way to not only build excitement for it, but also to kind of pre-sell the program. And with this, you can do stories and things like that where you're kind of teasing the program or offer. And that's a great way to also build excitement and kind of get it in front of more people before you're even really launching. So the next thing, like I kind of mentioned, is to decide if you're going to have an open and close date or if it's going to be ongoing because that's going to affect all your marketing messages. And then I always recommend having a freebie specifically related to your offer that then leads to your offer. So if you don't know, a freebie is a term I use. Other people use freemium, lead magnet. It's basically something you're going to give in exchange for an email address. You could also use a freebie as a small offer. It could even be $1, $5, pretty much anything less than $50. So once they opt into that, it needs to be something specifically related to your offer that is kind of the first little baby step before someone would be ready to invest in whatever your actual offer is. Because you don't want to, say, have an ebook on macro counting, but then your offer is about branding because the people that are going to be interested in that freebie might not necessarily be interested in your program. And that's kind of the point of creating that freebie. So from your freebie, you definitely want to then have on the thank you page and the email that delivers it, you want them to, you want it to point to your offer. So if you're at the point that you just have the waitlist, point to the waitlist because obviously if they're interested in that. So for example, my branding course is $97, so it's not quite a freebie, but it does then point to my other branding offers because if you're interested in that, you're probably interested in other things about branding. So I definitely recommend at least one freebie. If you have any other freebies already that are already set up that are attracting the same type of client that would be interested in your current offer, I would point those all to your waitlist or to that new offer. Then you're going to want to create content around the offer that attracts that ideal person that would be interested in the offer. So this is going to be social media posts, blogs, newsletters, podcasts, if you have a podcast or you're going to get on one. And so this is anything that the person that would want your program or offer would find valuable. So if you're trying to sell a course on branding, you might post tips about branding because that's going to attract that type of person. And then ideally, all of your content points to your freebie that then gets them into your emails. And ideally, your emails is where you convert them. It's really kind of hard to convert directly on social media and you don't really have control of the algorithm, anything like that. So I always recommend trying to get people onto your email list through that that freebie. 
You're also going to want to create posts that are specifically promoting the offer and those are those will outline the offer kind of explain it tell people how to sign up or how to get on the wait list and you want to sprinkle those in i would say while you're launching maybe post actually posting about it once or twice a week but on your stories you could talk about it every day then you of course want to have an offer landing page that promotes your offer that shows testimonials and things similar you've done in the past. It explains the offer, everything that's included, what the results for you will be, who it's for, and also who it's not for. Then of course you want to set up the follow-up email, whatever makes sense for your program, whether that's access to the course or the first steps of working with you being a coach or order details if it's a product. And then you're going to want to directly reach out to potential customers or past customers that you know would benefit from your offer. So this is huge. I think a lot of times we think that we just need to post and put it out there and send out the emails mass to everyone and hope people respond. But the thing is, there's so much noise going on that you specifically direct messaging someone and saying, hey, I know you're struggling with this and I know this is going to help you is a lot more impactful than them just seeing your social media posts and they don't really real, they might not even realize that you're program or offer a product could solve one of their pain points. So when you're reaching out, you definitely want to be very specific about how it'll help them based on conversations you've had in the past, not just copy and paste generic message to everyone. You don't want to do that. But I think especially early on, I felt like only people that haven't reached a certain level of success do that. But after talking to a lot of people that like I would consider really successful, I realized that a lot of them do still directly reach out to people that they think would be a good fit. So don't be afraid to do that. It's really powerful and just do it in the right way. Don't be, don't just send it out to anyone. Send it to people that you actually know this would help them. And then the last thing on this checklist is to get in front of a bigger audience. So this could be doing DM outreach. This could be using something like Hero, help a reporter out. They'll send you sign up for free and they'll send you every day articles and journalists that are looking for people to be on in their article. You can also pitch to podcasts and blogs. There's a bunch of Facebook groups you can find to find those. You can, of course, also Google it. So that's the checklist for launch. I also have a launch beta checklist, which is a little different. And I'm going to go into that right now. But first, I'm going to just give a quick recap of the launch checklist in case you missed any of them. So number one, create a wait list for your offer, optional. Two, decide 
if you're going to have an open close date or if it's going to be ongoing and choose those dates. Three, create a freebie related to your new offer. Four, create content that attracts your ideal client. Five, create content that specifically promotes your offer. Six, create a landing page and a follow-up email that is about your offer. Seven, directly reach out to anyone that you know would be a good fit for your offer. And eight, get in front of a bigger audience through things like DM outreach, Harrow, and pitching to podcasts and blogs. So that's the launch checklist. Now I'm going to get into kind of a bonus beta launch checklist. So an option when you're first launching a program is to launch it in beta. And what that means is you're going to offer people the same program, but at a discounted rate for a limited time for a limited amount of people. And the reason that you want to do this is twofold. One, so that you can get feedback on your program or your offer or your service and make it better before you fully launch at full price. And two, so you can collect testimonials so that you can put them on your landing page when promoting the offer at full price and everything because people are a lot more likely to purchase something when someone else says it's great versus when you say it's great and when they can see themselves in those other people and see that you solved a problem they had that you have or that they have, they're a lot more likely to buy. So the checklist for the beta launch, pretty similar to regular launch. There's a couple differences. So first you're going to want to decide how many people you want to have in your beta program and the dates that you're going to offer the program when it's going to be open, when it's going to close. Cause you don't, this isn't something you would leave forever. Next, you're going to decide the discount that you want to offer for being in beta. Of course, people have to have some type of incentive. You are saying that this is a new program. So, and you are also asking for feedback and a testimonial. So those are also reasons that you're going to want to discount it in the beta version. Three, make sure your marketing is clear that the offer is in beta and in exchange for the dis for the discount, they will need to provide feedback and a testimonial of your offer. You're going to want to create a testimonial document that you send out that tells them what to include in their testimonial, if you're going to do a video, how to do the video, questions to answer. I give all my clients a sheet that gives them sample questions and how to tell people to record it on video so that it comes out as best as possible. So you're going to want to create something similar to that. Um, you're also going to want to create a form. I like using Google Forms that you can use to ask for feedback on your program. You're Within that, you're going to ask specific questions, but at the end, always ask, is there anything else that just kind of an open in a question? Is there anything else that you want to share? Anything else you wish was in the program? Because that's where you're going to get a lot of things that you hadn't even thought about. 
And sometimes some of the things people ask for don't make sense for your current program, but it can give you an idea for future programs. So what they say, I know for my course, a lot of people said that they wish they had one-on-one time with me. And of course it's a course, so that doesn't make sense, but I do offer one-on-one time with me now through my one-on-one and group coaching programs. And then sometimes they'll say something that it just doesn't go with what that program is, but it could be a good idea for a freebie or a smaller offer. So all that feedback is definitely gold. That's why you really want to do this because you want obviously your product or offer to be as good as it can be. The last thing that you're going to do is make sure that you include an end date for your program. I think I said that already. So I'm just going to give a quick recap on this beta checklist. So number one, decide how many people you wanna have in the program. Two, decide the discount you're going to offer. Three, make sure your marketing is clear that this is a beta offer and that in exchange for the discount, they will need to provide feedback and a testimonial. Four, create a testimonial document to send out. Five, create a form to send out that asks for feedback on the offer. And then six, make sure to include an end date for the program. And then some other things, just getting a little more detailed. Let your participants go through through the offer. And you definitely want to make sure you give them a set amount of time to do the program because if it's something like a course where they can kind of go at their own pace, you don't want it to be so long that they're going through something that should take two days and then you're not getting that feedback and testimonials that you need to launch. I always recommend creating a contract to confirm that in exchange for the discount, they are going to give you a testimonial and feedback. And then you could say something like, if you don't, by this date, maybe you owe the full price of the program. Make sure that you implement their feedback, like I was saying, whether that's creating a freebie or a different offer or just making your current offer that much better. Then you're going to want to add the testimonials that you get to your landing page about the offer and change any wording on there that talks about it being in beta. If you have any countdowns for beta, make sure you remove that. And then you're going to follow the launch checklist that I mentioned before to launch your actual program. So I hope that this was helpful if you've been thinking about launching and because I know when I used to launch programs I never really understood when people were like oh my gosh I'm going through a launch and it's so exhausting and I would be like what are you doing but like their launches would be a lot more successful than mine and this is a lot of what they were probably doing so I hope this is helpful if you have any questions as always you can reach out to me at asley maslow or email me asley at asley maslow I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you in next week's interview episode. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to get one step closer to a life you love. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me. If you left me a review on iTunes or whatever you're listening on, 
tell me what you want to hear more of or your favorite parts of the episode. Until next time, I'm Ozzy Maslow. Lots of love. And don't forget, you're pretty AF.